welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson. Over at, how you doing on this fine, chilly uh, day we have here in Frosty. Ohio? Ha. Oh, I thought I, I thought it timed a while. I didn't. Uh, frosty day. Um, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it is, um, I don't know, like your teeth hurt, sort of cold. You know what I mean? It you is, just feel it yeah. in your bones. Separates the boys from the men. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this that's what this day is. We had another week of civil war. Obert had another week of winning. It seems like every time we try and question, is this the week you fall? Is this the week you fall? You come back and you're like, I can do it without a tight end. Yeah. It's like it's oh, yeah. like, oh my god. And dominating How can faction. we keep doing this? Um so yeah, uh, elephant in the room. Georgia has yet to lose. They are ten and zero. There are fourteen weeks in the regular season. There is a very good shot. They go fourteen and zero. Um I don't know who you have left on your schedule, but I think you still gotta play Ohio and Alabama. Yep. Um, Ohio, Texas. Um Alabama <laughs> and and you were the highest scoring team and it and it wasn't even close it was it was Texas at two with 20 points less you just have lapped the field essentially um and so I kind of want to ask you do you think it will be the biggest choke job ever if you go into the playoffs 14 and 0 and lose um it would be yeah it would be an extreme disappointment I think the thing is I mean Obviously, like if you look at this with any sort of logic, it's fantasy football. If you get into the playoffs, like I'll be projected to win by like five points. If yeah. I lose that game in the playoffs, it'll be like, yeah, there was about a 40% chance of that happening. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But it would be an extreme disappointment going 14-0 and and then losing in the playoffs. It would feel a little bit like uh, the Patriots of uh, 2007. So hopefully I don't get there. The good news is I'm clinched for the playoffs. Yep. Um, we have our first clinch. So I am really excited about that. Um, and hopefully my team gets a little bit more healthy before uh, playoff time. I think that's really the only thing that matters. Um, so obviously you won. It was 204 to 166. You played Florida, right? No, you played Louisiana. That's mm-hmm. right. Louisiana only put up 166 points in their effort. They lost. They're still in second place. We'll get into the entire standings. Was at. that the mo- second highest scoring uh, point total of the oh, no no Texas so no, I think Texas, third Texas was so it was third it was a very low scoring week this week um Florida won one fifty two to one fifty so it was one fifty two point six to one fifty point five that is one of the closest margins we have had this entire season and then California beats me one fifty two point two six or one fifty four point two six to one fifty one point nine six that would have been closer if Dallas Goddard didn't have the fumble. Like that would have been a what was it a point two point three, uh, ew, that that one that one hurt to lose. Um, and then Texas won big over Alabama. Alabama did put up one hundred forty one and a half points, but Texas put up one hundred eighty six, so it wasn't really even close. Okay, so how do we look after week ten? Well. Over to 10 and 0. Uh, sitting at the top. He's got nearly 2,000 points. You are you are very, very close. Just 42 That's points away. 42 points away in from 2,000 in 10 games. I'm He's averaging 195 points. Yeah, you are. It's it's truly unbelievable what you've been able to do. Um, Louisiana is in second. They're six and four. They're they're tied with Florida at six and four, but they have almost 100 more points. So that's where they get the edge. Um, Texas is now in fourth after I lost. They won. They're tied with California five and five. But once again, 150 or 100 more points than California. I mean, California just finds ways to win. That's what they would be because they are they have the lowest points against in the league. Funny. 
You have the second. You have the second lowest points against in the league. It wouldn't matter. I mean, that's because you don't have to play yourself every week. Ah, um, that's a good point. One, but two, it wouldn't matter because you're scoring. I think. I think the person who has the highest points against is myself, and it's still like a hundred less than you're scoring. So there's that. And then rounding out the uh, bottom of the of the standings, Ohio and Alabama. Ohio's three and seven. Alabama one and nine. Although I will say, Ohio. Um, is keeping pace scoring wise. They're at uh, 1,610. That's only nine less than Florida, who's in third place. It's just they have the second highest points against, and, and their team isn't good enough to overcome some of the some of those weeks like mine is. Um, and even still, I'm only one game better. So there's that. Um, so Georgia's number one in scoring. Um, Louisiana's number two. I'm now number three. Uh, I think I was always. I think I was number three. I might have been. I thought number you were. Two. were you was I two, two last maybe? week? I don't know. Um, but Mike did score more points than me this week, and we were f- relatively close. Um, Texas is third after or fourth after their big week. Then Florida, then Ohio, then California, Alabama in terms of scoring. Um, so, really, what what we found out this week is that your team has so much potential that it's not realized. Look at Christian Watson, three touchdowns this week, mm-hmm. and you're out Cooper Cup now, and yep. and. and that is this is like the perfect timing for the for Christian Watson to kind of realize his role in that Green Bay offense. It has literally just been perfect in every sense of the word as far as like I, I talked to um Team Florida about this uh a couple of days ago. Like I don't know if there was a single pick I made in the player draft that you could point to and be like, you should have gone with somebody else. James Cook. Yeah, Ramondre that's the only instead. one, right? <laughs> right. That's the only one. And James Cook even has potential and and has gotten better a little bit lately so I like honestly every single one of my picks has gone at least at expectation or where above and I think James Cook would be the only exception and like for Christian Watson the thought process was exactly like that like he should be able to have a couple of huge weeks playing with pretty much no other guys at that position and we all know the talent you know like he's going to get open with his speed with his size few guys in the league can consistently stop him. It's just about him making the plays, making the right routes, having that connection with Aaron Rodgers, and ultimately what is, you know, he struggled with at times, but catching the ball. Um, And uh, I missed that in the Vikings game. Um, I think that was week one. Otherwise, I probably would have torn California to pieces. Um, And instead, that was a pretty close game. That was your closest game of the season. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, but... Other than that, I think pretty much every single guy I've taken has not only performed to my expectation level, but has stepped up in huge moments. I mean, Jacoby Myers even and Montre Stevenson I added at the deadline. Those two guys, it was like, okay, you know, we'll see. Don't know how high their potential is, but it's like when other guys are out, they just step up. They put up points. Um, I think Michael Gallup was another one that it was kind of like, eh, that probably might not have been the best pick, but that was, I think, my uh, one of my very last picks. Um, and even he has gone for, I think, 10, 11, 12 points, a couple of games, and been a nice bench player for me. So, obviously, you know, I have some injuries right now, and I'm not going to lie, that for the next few weeks really hurts 
my team. Like, I can't. Yeah, because you're not out of the woods yet in terms of having the number one seed. It's going to be tough just because you have 200 more points than the next closest person. Um, I, I think it's actually to... 200, 240. We're getting close to 250 points, more than the second highest scoring team. And so they have to win out. You have to lose out. Exactly. You, you basically have it locked, but it, it, mathematically it's not 100% yet. Um, yeah. So it would be like 98.6% like if we were doing that. And frankly, I don't know if there's any advantage to having the one seed other than there's not. It's the fantasy four, football. But, um, like any team you'll go up against in the first round is going to be a tough out. That's just the truth of it. But um, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, pretty much every player on my team has performed the way I wanted to, but no Cooper Cup, no Marquise Brown, at least for the time he's being. Coming. He's coming. He got activated. So oh, this, is he going to be back this week? We'll, we'll see when he comes back, but he was activated off IR. So that's good news for, for you on that front. I knew it's that, terrible news for me. I knew he would be back at some point, but I was just wondering, like, when. I got to hope they just keep force feeding. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll see if I get. And Darren Waller's been on the IR as well, which is really hurt. But other than that, I mean, I can't really ask for anything else. And. What I've also wondered is like, have I ever scored less than the median? That's no, an interesting one. You haven't. No, I can I can firmly say that you've you never scored. So? If we had if we had a game against the median, because that's a setting game you can have in sleepers. So like, like although Peyton would have the seven losses that he actually obtained, he probably would be. You know, he would have you know the game against the median every week. So he might be five hundred or a little bit better, just because he does have the number of points at least at some points that he could score above the median. Yeah. So like Mike this week would have gone one and one. Yeah. He just happened to play someone who scored 200 points. So I would be 20 and 0. You would be 20 and 0. You would literally be 20 and 0. Yes. That's pretty cool. Because I thought about that at the beginning of the season. That was one of my thoughts was like, do we do a game against the median so that we kind of avoid, you know, you played the best team and you still scored a lot of points or you, you played a bad team and you still won. Um, so I was like, do we do that? And I decided against it. But after this year, I'm like, well, maybe we should because I'm getting hurt by it. <laughs> the only problem is it's just another wrinkle and another complication to yeah. this already complicated league. Yeah. But um, it is certainly an interesting idea. And as far as fairness goes, it would certainly be more fair than this. I mean, that's the truth of mm-hmm. it. I mean, exactly. Technically, the most fair thing would be to just take whoever has the most, most points. points. Yeah, but. exactly. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, why don't we do that? I don't know. We should <laughs> um, make it golf. <laughs> my team, on the other hand, uh, suffered some bad news. Um, I... I had the best tight end room in the league up until this week oh. because Dallas Goddard is now on IR after um, taking a, taking an awkward hit to his shoulder. Uh, that's going to be huge. I still have Pat Fryermuth. The Steelers love to throw to their tight ends. But I, I, both of those guys, when they played, were bench guys. It wasn't just like it wasn't just like I had a tight end and then the other one would be on the bench. Both of them were in the game for me. Were, were in my starting lineup. They were there. That is how important my tight ends were this year. And with the way some of my other position players have played, I think that could be the final nail in the coffin for me. I'm out. I'm outside of the playoffs right now. We'll get into it when we talk about your power rankings. But that one. Um, that one really hurt because this week I actually did get good quarterback play and I still couldn't win. That mm. was that was what was like, are you kidding me? Trevor Lawrence got 25 and a half points, I think, 25 points. That was his second best week of the year. And I'm not going to be able to capitalize on that because Austin Eckler dropped a couple passes. Obviously, obviously Dallas Goddard fumbled it. But like I couldn't count on the guys that had gotten me a lot of points to get me a lot of points. D-Hop had a good game, though, so that was nice. Um, even Chris Godwin had a good game, but... Uh, DJ Moore didn't. Allen Robinson was kind of okay, but I, I hope his numbers go up um, with 
uh, Cooper Cup being out, so that could be, I don't know. It's just, with Marquise, with Marquise coming back, uh, Marquise Brown, I don't know what that'll do to D-Hop because he's getting 15 targets a game right now. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't know what that's gonna going to do. Going for like 20, 25 cause, points. Because Robbie Anderson's been awful. It was, oh, yeah. That is one of the worst trades we saw at the deadline. He's been terrible. So yep. so I'm a little bit worried about that. I do get Deshaun Watson back after this week, so I get him back, right? Because you guys are on... No, you guys are on bye over Thanksgiving, right? Uh, I think we already a, went on bye. He plays the first week of... Uh, week twelve against the. Uh, he plays Texas. week twelve. I thought it was week thirteen. Or week thirteen. Week thirteen. That's okay. Correct. So we're Are in we week not? eleven. Okay. This is week eleven coming up. Have we already been on? Yeah, I think we already have been on. Yeah. So two weeks from now. So two weeks. So not okay. So he'll be back the first weekend of December. I so I I, I still have two quarterbacks right now. Actually, no, I have three because Matt Ryan's back. He had a good game, although he didn't play in my starting lineup. That was kind of nice to to know that I do have that option still. Um, you know, running backs were fine. Miles Sanders didn't have a great game. They didn't really run him much. Um, I'm a little bit worried about my output. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think I'm in a kind of an interesting spot. Having struggled early on in the season, having D-Hop all year long would have been huge for me. Um, but, uh, but you know, I, I, the reason I not I don't feel completely out of it, um, like there's like that 1% of me that's like, okay, you can still make the playoffs, is that the teams in front of me have been so inconsistent that this is, my, this is one of my bad weeks, 150-some points. Their bad weeks are like 120. Oh yeah. So I feel I still feel like I got a shot, but it, it it it's not it's a grim feeling right now. I'm I'm a game out of the playoffs, and um I I do have Alabama this week, so I can get back there. It's just about it's just about performing. That's all it is. Yep, executing. Do you want to do you want to get into your uh to your power rankings? Uh, yep, absolutely. Eight Alabama. Um, they are my last place team. Uh, they, I feel like you shouldn't even have to say it eight yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, I just go right up to seven. <laughs> no, uh, they actually had a respectable week at one forty one point five. But at the end of the day, it's not good enough to win games in this league. You just got to be more competitive. Um, and hopefully, the viewers and practitioners of this league going forward will uh, learn from Alabama's mistakes because maybe they made, actually try. Yeah, exactly. They made a hundred mistakes, and uh, you just can't win like that. Just can't win like that. Yeah. Um, we knew it. We knew it from uh, from the get go. They're one and nine, and well, it's because you know the first. I mean, right away it was like they drafted Alabama at like was it three, two? I think I think it was two. Was it two? It's like F it, give me Bama. What are you doing? What? <laughs> it was right then we were like, oh god, this is this is. So the whole point of this was like to kind of try and figure out, okay, well, what states have the best pool? Wait, he kind of screwed that up. Yeah, by taking Alabama too. Because you can make Alabama work if you take them at seven, then that way you have high draft position, get first dibs on every. It's high draft position, but then you can also like handicap some some positions with with your second round. But mm-hmm. you are letting every single other state go off the board. It's like. Well, now you're leaving it up to chance. Yep, and they ruined it. Uh, seven, Ohio. Um, Ohio pretty much took themselves out of any serious contention. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's really a, f- a five-team race for that. They have an opportunity. Um, you know, I said I, they had to win out last week, and they didn't. So. <laughs> they have you know a mathematical chance, um, four straight wins, and a little bit of help. Um, if they go four and zero, and maybe a team goes two and two, um, then they can make a playoff spot. But uh, they'll have to score a lot of points, a lot, and um, they'll have to. Yeah, obviously, uh, getting two losses, they'll have to ask for some help. So um, it's going to be very difficult for them. Um, their failure, I guess. I mean, just losing so many close games early. I mean, honestly, they've scored a decent I, amount of points. They lost the game to Alabama. Yep. That one too. It's like nobody else has done that. You just cannot make that mistake. Um, 
we figured going into this that they would be one of the worst teams in the league. Um, but they've kind of been frisky. But they have. They've been a tough out for everyone. I think maybe if anything, you could argue they've exceeded expectations. Yeah, I would say a they. I would say they definitely exceeded expectations because I didn't think they they would still be at this point in the season talking about a, a potential shot at the playoff. Um, but their season's over um, for the most part, really. I mean, and they're kind of injured, but not really that much yeah. in comparison to other teams. Michael Thomas hurt them, and uh, yeah, but Hassan you knew that Ask, taking Michael or Thomas. J.K. Dobbins, but. You knew that taking Michael Thomas that that was a possibility. Yeah, I so. mean you had to. Um, six, I have California. They pick up a very close win, but this has kind of been California's story all year. It's why they're one of the lowest scoring teams in the league, and um, and you know they are five and five. Give them props, but they're one of the lowest scoring teams in the league, and that can't really be ignored. Yeah. Obviously, they're missing. Uh, they missed Zeke last week at that running back position. Um, I thought it was a good week for them in general, especially without another running back. That is such a difference maker. But um, at the end of the day, the potential you gotta you gotta wonder about it. I mean, that running back room it's just so unbelievably thin, like outrageously thin. Yep. Um, it's just very hard to win games. It, it really is. And I think if they get to the playoffs, they'll need insane wide receiver performances from guys that we just really haven't seen it much from this year. Yep. I mean. You know, you look at Devontae Adams, and he's been fantastic for a couple of games, but the majority, the lion's share of his production has been really uneven. It's been like half outstanding performances and half <laughs> just like, like he had like a one-point performance against the Saints. Like, that's part of what California struggled with. Nine points against the Cardinals, 14 against the Titans. That's what happens. Um, so, really uneven from Devontae. That hurts. Um, the wide receiver stepped up this week to get him the win. But I do wonder about the potential, and the quarterback position hasn't been nearly as good as we thought it would be. So uh, I'm at six right now. Um, you know, we'll see going forward. It's close between six, five, four, and three, and probably even two, in my opinion. Uh, that little stretch there, yeah. uh, where all of those teams are jockeying for you know playoff positions, it could go any way. Uh, right now, California's uh, on the inside. Oh no, they're outside, outside, outside yeah. looking in just barely, but. Um, uh, yeah, they'll have to win a lot of games. Uh, I just realized that if Aaron Rodgers didn't play his best game of the season, I would have won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was that close, but he did, and uh, you were on the wrong side of things. Uh, Texas at five. Um, Texas is just lighting the lighting the league on fire uh, the past two weeks now. Um, you know, this is the story of Texas' season. Kind of same thing with Florida. It's just very streaky play mixed with, you know, very poor performances. Um, I think California kind of just puts up a solid 152, 150 points ish. Uh, Texas is in that sort yeah, of yeah. That's exactly. I mean, they're averaging 155 a game. Yeah, California um, is, and it just feels like they're doing that every. And week. it's and it literally is every single week. They're around that that yeah. number. They're not high. They're not low. They're just that. And you know, when you play a pretty easy strength of schedule like they have, you'll be around five and five. Um, as far as Texas is concerned, though, uh, I said like, hey, I didn't just move them up last week because. They had a good performance. I moved them up because I think a lot of their guys are in a much better spot than they were, you know, only a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And Jeff Wilson had another fantastic performance, you know, kind of like I projected him to. I mean, 17 carries, 119 yards, one touchdown. Like, that's sustainable. I mean, he can keep getting that. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But um, 
you know, that's that's a serious weapon. Um, James Robinson, even on the Jets, had a bye. But uh, the point remains, he will still be a, a, a weapon for Texas. So um, they put up 186 points and obviously got huge performances from all of their guys. Mahomes went for 40. Kirk went for 31. Um, Cole Komet went for 23. But... I think the little kind of details there is the reason why I have optimism for them to be a 160-point team uh, going down the stretch. And that's not great, but it's good enough for the six or the five spot when California's going for 151-152 yep. every week. So that's where they're at right now. Uh, four, I have Florida. Um, kind of just an average performance against Ohio, but all you need is an average performance. And without a quarterback, 152 points is really respectable. Uh, Stafford questionable out I think uh, concussion protocol stuff um and then Lamar was just on a bye so obviously that's nothing to be worried about a quarterback they'll be fine but um you know it's actually very impressive what they were able to do without that quarterback spot um it's really frustrating Kyle Pitts isn't putting up more (laughs) points but other than that and I am so happy because I was going to take him too I (laughs) I I thought about taking him and I was like and when 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 Florida took I was like dang it Turns out it actually worked out for the better. Uh, the one thing I do kind of worry about for Florida is like Raheem Mostert was such a key contributor contributor for them the past three or four weeks with Jeff Wilson there getting twice as many carries as Raheem Mostert. You have to think like, uh, uh, is that going to be kind of a detriment to one of his better players? Yeah. Uh, it is a bit of a concern. I um, still think that Mostert gets used in the goal line enough. Yeah, where it, it it's sustainable, but he's got to be, be worried. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll be used as a pass catcher as much as he, no. as he used to be. Um, but Dalvin Cook is finally starting to shine, and uh, Diggs and Davis are doing what they've always done this year and just going for a ridiculous amount of points. Even Devil, Devin Singletary is getting in, in on the fun with 15.7 points. Um, and Derrick Henry didn't even get used. That goes to show how good of a week uh, Florida had outside of that quarterback position. Um, and then three, I have you, yeah. who lost an absolute heartbreaker. Um, it's crazy that you're at three right here with the four and six record you had. That was an absolute heartbreaker. Um, it would like you really wanted it. Um, I said after that, I thought it, had you won that game, you would have been pretty solidified. I mean, I got two games spot. left against Alabama and Ohio. I would have felt on top of the world. Yeah, at that you would point. have pretty much been not a lock, but like it would have been like, okay, you're probably 80% chance of making the playoffs as it stands. Now, I think it's a coin flip. I really do. Yep. Obviously, like I you mentioned, you. um, you know, you're playing Ohio and Alabama that that should be pretty much two free wins. Truth is you're a game back, you know, and two wins away. Yep. Six and six, you know, you're right. There. I still got to play Texas um, and Florida though. Texas and Florida, right, which is going to be the difference maker. And those are two true wild cards. So we'll see how it goes. Um, just from a bird's eye view, it looks like you go three and one, it'll be interesting, right? Because we have two yep. five and five teams who are jockeying for that four and five spot as it stands right now. They're not particularly high scorers. Um, you think if you go three and one, they'll probably go two and two with how. Yep up and down those two teams are in California, you know, just being so 500, uh, it'll probably create a three-way tie for seven and seven or even more four-way tie if, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Florida or Louisiana don't do very well. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I st- my gut tells me, gun to my head, you'll probably make it based on your uh, competition. And I really think, like, 
Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey the rest of the way out are pretty much ex- – I think they will be what you thought they would have been when you drafted yeah. them where you drafted them. Obviously, Hop's you know, potential goes down, um, and that is what it is. But, uh, I mean, the difference was in your game against California, your flex guys just did absolutely yep. nothing. Um, Nada. And a lot of that has to do with – I mean, you had, you know – what I think right now you've got four or five guys injured. It's like DeAndre um, Swift isn't getting carried because he's hurt. Miles yeah. Sanders didn't touch the ball, but I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore's not touching the ball. Allen Robinson's not touching the ball. You got unlucky too, not getting Miles Sanders a touchdown going against the Commanders that hurt. Uh, Debo, yeah, like you said, didn't he get just in. Just hasn't zone. been a very good close. It, it was close, like a couple of times. That he just he hasn't been a very did. good fantasy player this year. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and DJ Moore didn't have the impact he wanted him to, unfortunately. But um, it, it's it feels like it's right there, right? It's just so close between you being, you know, kind of the average team you've been so far. And and even you know I mean you know you look at point totals you're not an average team if anything you're an above average team, um, but you know your record at four and six yep. it's like you've just been so close so many times to being a you know truly elite team but you just haven't gotten over the hump and it's mainly because of bad luck against you know strength of schedule <laughs> I just facing I, a lot I, of teams I, best I looked back at it and it's like. I think four of my games were against the highest or second highest score. Those are four losses that I can't that I can't do anything with. And then obviously this game it's my fifth. And so then you look at it like that. It's like, oh, well, I'm four and two against the non highest score of the week or the second highest score of the week. I look at who I'm going to get. Ninety five percent chance I'll get the one seed. Quite frankly, I mean, if I'm being completely unbiased, um, I have probably what. Uh, 90% chance of beating Ohio, I think I, I think, Alabama alone. I, I think I gave you a, a 98.6% chance yeah, of being, being the one seed. Something ridiculous. And I think to myself, who am I most likely to get at that first round spot? If there's anybody I don't want, it's probably you. I mean, that's the truth of you it. You think so? I would say Florida. Just because oh, they, that's true, they have proven that they can score more than you. Um, Yeah, like once. <laughs> no, or twice or three times. But... um. <laughs> I think it would probably be you or this team. I have it too. Louisiana. Um, I don't know. They played me pretty good. 168 points, I think it was. Like I said, that was the third mo- most of any team in the league. 166 points it ended up being. Um, and no Bengals. So, I mean, that, that really is shows true. I did their, forget about that. Yeah. Um, no Joe Burrow. No um, uh, Jamar. Jamar Chase. I think he's coming injured, back. But he sh- yeah, like you said, he should be back within a week or two. I think it was and next as week. Like, as I pointed out um, last episode, Odell Beckham Jr. looks like he's going to sign any day now. So um, he's been just sitting on Louisiana's bench all year. Um, that should be a weapon. Uh, we'll see where he goes, though, and I hope he signs somewhere so that he's not just sitting on Louisiana's bench. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and also, wanted to point this out, Jonathan Taylor had a twenty-five huge right? week for one of the first times uh, all season, which was huge for uh, Louisiana. Uh, number one, Georgia, me, <laughs> pretty obvious at this point. Um, <laughs> I think, I think what it was one, one time this season where you weren't number one. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wait, like but, after week one. Yeah. Yeah. Week I think two, Texas maybe. was number one, maybe. Um, yeah, potentially, uh, another just ridiculous performance out of Justin Fields. Um, literally it's like we said, it's just almost uncanny how all just, Survive just huge injury after huge injury after bye week after bye. Like he's, I think he's fifth in the league in rushing right now or sixth. Like every time somebody goes down or it looks like, all right, this might be finally the thing that really hurts me. 
one player or two or three or four uh, step up and just become absolute monsters. And this week it was Justin Fields. Last week it was Justin Fields. I think the week before And Joe Mixon last week. Um, uh, jo- Josh Jacobs was one of the... For like you know, a four-week stretch there. Yeah, and 22.6 this week. He was one of the biggest steals in the draft from where I got him. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, finally had a really good week with 23.6. Um, that was a great pick. Um, and then Christian Watson had the breakout with 32. CeeDee Lamb at 38. It was just an absolute barrage of points uh, from that wide receiver position. And the question becomes now, can I keep that up with what will probably be CD Michael Gallup and Christian Watson at that wide receiver position, uh, at least until Marquise Brown gets back, which could be next week. I hope it is. Um, but until then, that will kind of be the question. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be so nice to have that tight end position back. Oh, also have Jacoby Myers, and that will help. That will help too with some depth. But um, for the moment, it's just going to be about getting guys healthy. That yep. is the only question I have. The remaining four weeks, I would rather go zero and four than not have you know Cooper Cup back and you know some of my other key contributors back from injury. Darren Waller, I have no idea what's going on there. But well, even when he did play, he. Wasn't actually. He was, he was decent for a couple of weeks. I think he had like twenty points. Oh, he did a couple of times. Oh, okay. But um, when's Mark Andrews coming back? Uh, I sh- I think it should be next week. I hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cross I, some I fingers. need him back. I, you just can't get no points from your tight end pr- uh, position when I, I you know it was one of my biggest weapons. Yep. Um, yeah, he went for eleven and uh, twelve and seventeen weeks one and two, and then kind of just tailed off pretty much the rest of the year. But um, yeah, I think he only had points in four games this season. That's crazy. I don't know if he even played in. He must have not played in most of these games. But that's tough. Um, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, he's just been banged up. But if I can get him back, he was a weapon weeks one and two. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it's just about getting guys healthy and just winning one more. I mean, honestly, I yep. Kind you of win one more, less. you got you get the. One seed. One seed. It's just so simple. It's as simple as that. Um, next week, I have Alabama. Um, I should win that game. If I don't, I'm done. Yeah, I'll, I, play, I'll put you at seven at that point. Yeah, I, I would hope you I, I hope you would. Um, you have... Next week, I don't know. I think... Um, shoot. I think Ohio, maybe. I think Texas and California play each other. Um, which would leave Florida and Louisiana. So we do have a good week. A lot of playoff implications in this one. I mean, you're talking about some serious movement. We could have our number two team fall to as far as um, the four spot. So, so, and you could have Texas or California move up to that to that two spot. Um, it's going to be an interesting week. Probably not California just because they're behind by so many points. But there's a there's a world where Texas can move from four to two, and and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, where did they come from? They were six a couple weeks ago. Yep. So it's going to be another great week um, with the with the wind chills, with the snow. I think we could see a low scoring week. I think that could hurt whoever's got the most um, players playing in this in the southern part of the of the U.S. I think it's probably gonna is gonna is gonna win their games this week. I don't, I don't know how we'd figure that out. Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um... I don't have a ton that I that are like. I feel like you kind of because like some of your guys are out west, like with yeah, Christian McCaffrey yeah, yeah, yeah. and Debo. That is true. I got a lot of guys in California. Um, Mike Williams is going to be healthy, but no, probably not. Renfro's coming back at some point. I think this season. He's still on the IR. He had, and even when he did oh, play, really? he didn't do anything. 
Like yeah. he was terrible. I, I don't know. South Carolina, looking back on it, was one of the worst picks, and it was my it was my second pick. It was like it's like that state was for the wide receivers, and the wide receivers have been terrible outside of Dehawk when he has been healthy. It's, that was so that's been frustrating. You good? Yep. Um, we'll we'll do a roster breakdown at the end of the season. Talk about where where we think you know, uh, like what states we thought were actually the most the best in terms of uh, contribution. Probably how we would redraft stuff like that. We'll have a whole big episode on that. But for now, we are good to go. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See you.